listen, if you dare, to this Sundown 96.6 presentation. Open your eyes and look into the darkness. Something strange is moving. Something grave and sinister. Something paranormal. Something ghostly. That sends shivers down your spine. It is children with cult class with your house, Caitlin. travel forward in time and we've known how to do that since 1905. Einstein's special theory of relativity lays out the whole recipe of how you can move into the future. Welcome to Chillin' with Cult Class. My name's Caitlin and this is where we talk about everything spooky, strange, and unexplained. Okay, so tomorrow is the big day, and when you guys listen to this, you we will have already gone. Yes. But tomorrow we're going to the Conjuring House. The real Conjuring House. The real Conjuring House. That the movies house. are based of. Yes. Where suppose it's a historical site. It's declared a historical they, site in they, Rhode Island. They do tours. It's like a whole legitimate operation. Yes. We're and, not like trespassing. To go, <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, no, no. like this is like we paid money to a website. <laughs> Maybe it, we, we are trespassing. We paid money to go to this place. Yeah, I don't <laughs> Maybe know. Maybe someone mean, else is know. smart and has it all set up. <laughs> Nobody actually owns it. It's right. just a historical place, and some person just charges money. Classic Rhode Island, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to everybody in Rhode Island. I love Rhode Island. It's a beautiful state. Such a so cool state. We don't think you're crooks or anything. Not but it would be funny bit. if it somebody was doing that. It'd be a great story. It would be a great story. <laughs> and honestly, like that's not a bad idea for some other random terrifying place right so we talked about doing this in the past and our friend james when i talked to him who edits all of these chillin episodes so shout out james he's such an audio master um he was like oh i wasn't sure if you guys were actually gonna do it or not because you haven't brought it up (laughs) but i was just i've just been so nervous about going oh yeah that i've just been stuffing it down we've had this plan for like two months yeah no it's been like yeah for like two months yeah you're right But I've just been like, you know, not thinking about it, not thinking about it. And so now we're doing it. Uh And my cousin that's coming, I think she's going to bring her like EMF meters. Like she has legitimate ghost hunting. Oh, yeah. She's like the coolest chick. I know. Like this is, she's so cool. So I can't wait to see what she shows up with. I know. So she has like real things. And, um... I'm just going to be a little scaredy cat, and she's going to listen to this and then find out I'm a scaredy cat, because <laughs> when we go, I'm going to... I was planning on acting tough, but that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> I'm the person who, even when I go to fake haunted houses, mm-hmm. I sit in the car, or I run out. 
So hey, it's not for everybody. It's not know? for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. They're meant to be scary, so I totally get it. Yeah. So this is just we're gonna I'm gonna be posting. So by the time you guys listen to this, we will have already gone. Um, but I will post it on the chillin Instagram and stuff, and um, I'll post more about like we'll talk about it next episode, like our experience and everything. But we're just like really excited. Oh, can't wait. And we're hitting Buffalo Wild Wings before, so we sweeten the deal a little bit. <laughs> Because shout out Buffalo Wild Wings. Shout out the flying buffalo. Oh my gosh. So oh, good. Oh, it is a flying buffalo. It's a logo, right? Yeah. I never even... Wow. That's such an odd logo. Mm-hmm. Not that I think about it. Yeah. But we do love B-dubs. They're the best. This is not paid ad. We just highly recommend B-dub wings always and forever. James, put an ad in here where we're brought to you by <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> Sitting with your friends, enjoying cold refreshments, hot wings, and chilling with cult class on the speakers. When suddenly, you're challenged to go to the real conjuring house by your so-called friends. What do you do? Do you cower down like a kicker who just missed the game-winning field goal? Or do you stand tall and lead your team to a miracle comeback victory in paranormal overtime? Yeah, that's what I thought. Go on, Nick. Lead on. Lead on. Ebills is a proud sponsor of Two with Colt Black Labs. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings. Beer. Scary Podcast. So anyone who isn't familiar with this uh, house and this story, you can watch the first Conjuring movie. That's what this house, like supposedly what happened in this house, the Warrens, who are famous paranormal investigators, went and actually investigated this house in real life. And um, the movie, I mean, you know, it's Hollywoodized, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Uh, but it portrays what supposedly happened in this house. So the the first Conjuring movie, I think, is on HBO Max right now. I think all of them are. Okay. But um, if you guys are curious, if you've never heard about it, if you like horror, if you like horror, you've probably heard about it. But regardless, it's a great horror movie. Um, so check it out. And I'll definitely be bringing my rosary. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just going to start calling this Homestead News, I think. I love it. Hey y'all, come on, it's time for Homestead News. <laughs> but we always tell you guys what's going on at our homestead, and this week we really had a tremendous development. Mm-hmm. It's probably my favorite development that's ever happened. Oh my so gosh, far. I totally forgot what, what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say now, but I totally forgot that that even <laughs> happened. You're lucky to be alive. Yeah, it was so... Oh my gosh, unexpected. So, and my whole family thinks that we're training the goats to do this. Like, everybody we sent a picture to, they were like, oh, good training. And we no. were like, no, 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 we didn't train this goat to do Sorry this. Sorry to butt in. Now, this is not what I thought you were going to talk about. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. You thought I was going to talk about the fox. Yes. Okay, so when Nick said, I'm lucky to be alive, I was confused because I was like, what, it's just a goat standing on my back which is a whole other thing I'm getting to. But I also, we also, I got stalked by a fox the other morning Mm -hmm. uh, for about 30 minutes who was going after a rabbit near me and then he tried to come after our goats. So that's a whole other story. And I am 
lucky to not be bothered and bitten by. He a circled fox. you. You have videos of him circling like, me. Yeah. yeah. That was crazy. Nuts. That was actually, honestly, the most insane encounter with a predatory animal I've ever had. Like, I've gotten really close to deer mm-hmm. and really cool, but, like, not a hungry, angry fox. Yeah, not like an um, animal that eats meat. Yeah, and he he wouldn't leave the goats alone, he wouldn't leave me that alone, and he wouldn't leave the fo- uh, rabbits alone. And Nick wasn't out with me at the time, um, and I couldn't, I didn't have my phone, and I couldn't get a hold of him, and it was just crazy. So I stayed with the goats and protected yeah. them. Yeah, well, you had your out. phone, but it was really early, and you were up before me, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was it. You were asleep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I had my phone, but I just hung out until they came. Yeah. But anyway, the other thing where Nick said I, I'm lucky to be <laughs> alive, but it doesn't apply. You were going to talk about this. I was talking about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the thing that doesn't apply that everybody thought we were totally training our goats to do is that I bent down the other day to pick something up in the goat enclosure Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden I felt four hooves on my back (laughs) and Jack's new thing and Jack is our male goat is that he just climbs on your back all the time we didn't train him I know people do goat yoga and stuff this is this was totally unexpected hilarious and so now he'll climb on your shoulders your back your arm I mean anything that you can that he thinks he can get up on he he will climb on if you look down he's he's looking at your back yes you know figuring out his path up there yes he's climbed on our heads like he's like he's all over it now it's super cute but it was super again I was alone with them and I was stuck bent over because Jack had never done that before and I was like is he gonna break his little leg Eggs like if he jumps down. down. Yeah, yeah, totally. Cause, so I just stood there bent over for like 10 minutes. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. That He caught me the other day while you were inside doing something. I was out there with him and he was he just hopped up. I was like, I didn't know what to do. He had me stuck. I know. He's a, he's a crafty little well, guy, Jack. Yeah, he's so funny. But they all, like goats, all climb like crazy. Yeah. Right? So like this is, so it's probably like in his DNA to climb, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. really get creative. And it's funny because Jack was very um, not, didn't feel well and was not very happy when we got him. Yeah. And now he's like crazy boy. (laughs) Like he's so happy. And I've actually seen videos on YouTube and on Instagram of goats climbing trees. They climb trees. Some people have messaged me that like goats in their village and stuff on cult class uh, climb trees in the area. So I never knew that. I've seen where they like scale like toothpick size ledges on Mm -hmm. mountains to go. And I think what they're doing is going to like get the minerals up high or whatever. But um, it's big climbers. Yeah. Yeah. Big so climbers. that was a shock this week, which is really fun. So that's our homestead news. First of all, the fox. And secondly, Jack's climbing. <laughs> so we just finished the um, docuseries on Netflix about the Malaysia Airlines flight MH370. Yes. Um, we thought we'd bring it up because it's unsolved and interesting. Uh, they go through three theories in the docu-series about what might have happened to the plane. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought it was a interesting series. It's, you know, it's kind of frustrating. Frustrating. Spoiler alert. I mean, it's unsolved. Right, so. not having a solution. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's a cool series. It's super cool. And it didn't happen all that long ago, 2014, right? Yeah. Um, so you may have even followed the case. Some people we know, you know, were really into it and... Um, it was interesting to get like a lot of the insight 
that yeah. probably wasn't shared at the time. Yeah, and it is really sad. They highlight like the families that, who lost mm-hmm. uh, loved ones and stuff on the flight. So mm-hmm. it's like you want a solution. You yeah. want to know what happened. Um, the theories get pretty outlandish at some points. Yeah. It's kind of like... I don't know. There's a lot of factors that go into it. For anybody who's not familiar with the case, it, um, there's there was a flight in 2014 that disappeared over the either the South China Sea or it was the Indian Ocean or something like that. Um, but basically, this flight just it was a normal commercial airliner. Mm-hmm. It was a red eye, and it just went dark, mm-hmm. like mid-flight, um, or I don't know if it was mid-flight, but at some point in the flight, just fell off the radar. And then, according to data, it flew for another six hours. Mm-hmm. But they don't know where, and they don't know why, and they've never seen these people again. Yeah, so. about 300 people. Mm-hmm. So it's... it's uh, if you want to go down a rabbit hole oh, yeah. of an unsolved mystery, mm-hmm. that docuseries and that case is shocking. I mean, it's really interesting. Wild. I think my favorite part of it was that... Um, the, not the independent group that was really interesting of like the pilots and who yeah. like did their investigation, but that like one rogue older man. Yes. Who, so, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's one guy, I was going to say that was my favorite part too, who yeah. like supposedly has found all this debris from the plane. Yeah, he asked experts if this plane crashed here on a map, where would it start to wash up at? Right. And then he, all he did was went there. And then he found a big piece of the plane. Yeah. And then he just asked, okay, where else would it go? And then he just went there. And then he is the singular, out of like 15 pieces that has been found, him single-handedly found nine of the recovered debris from the airplane. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. The numbers may be a little off. Yeah, and he like, then they tie him, they're like maybe tying him to having Russian ties. Ties and that the Russians are like planting the debris, right? Because it was like a calculated shoot down, maybe. I don't know, but that guy, he's like a modern Indiana Jones, he's <laughs> hilarious and awesome. Seeming, yes, yeah, yeah, I was immediate fan whenever he came on the screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was my favorite part. Just very, um, very just like layman's attitude, like, okay, this. It happened here. I'm going to go there. And then this is where it was. Yeah. It was like very, oh, of course. Which I think is also the unbelievable part of yes. him. Because you're like, oh, oh, like no government could find any debris or anything. But this random guy shows up on a beach and finds stuff. Right. And that's what they're getting at. But I don't know. He's a character. He's a character. So enjoyable to watch. Absolutely. No, it was a good watch. Highly recommend it. Definitely. The last bit of housekeeping is that Chillin' is now part of Sundown 96.6, which is a totally paranormal, totally horror, uh, creepy sci-fi radio station that airs and streams 24-7, 365 on sundown966.com. And I'm so excited to be a part of this radio station. And my favorite part is that you guys can go on to the contact forms. And if you make creepy music and you want us to air it, you can submit your music. If you have witness accounts of UFOs and Bigfoot and things like that, you can submit your witness accounts or ghosts or anything. Um, Like I said last episode, if you are a ghost and want to submit something, we are open to that as well, because I misspoke. But if you're Bigfoot and want to submit something, I mean, I feel like you haven't been heard. Like, your side of the story hasn't been heard. Like, send us stuff. But you can go to sundown966.com, 
and go to the contact page and you can submit all your cool uh, witness accounts to be aired on sundown throughout the week. Um, we just are so excited to be like doing this radio station and have a dedicated paranormal radio station with just like creepy vibes all the time. So check it out, Sundown 96.6. Greetings, Earthlings, from Sundown 96.6 FM. This message is to inform you of the following. If you have ever experienced something creepy in your life, from a ghost to a UFO, please submit your story on the contact page of our website, sundown966.com. If you create scary and science fiction music, please submit your music for radio play consideration on the contact page of our website, sundown966.com. Thank you for listening, and thank you for participating. From all of us here at Sundown 96.6 FM, this ends message. Your UFOs in the news this week is an article about a mothership UFO that is potentially in our solar system. This is a real article that came out this past week about how the government believes there might be a mothership UFO that sends probes down to Earth to explore. The article I found is from MilitaryTimes.com. There's a possibility that extraterrestrial motherships and smaller probes may be visiting planets in our solar system. The head of the Pentagon's Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Research Office noted in a report draft shared on Tuesday. An artificial interstellar object could potentially be a parent craft that releases many small probes during its close passage to Earth, an operational construct not too dissimilar from NASA missions. Sean Kirkpatrick, director of Pentagon's All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, wrote in a research report co-authored by Abraham Loeb, chairman of Harvard University's astronomy department. Now, please stand by for your Paranormal News of the Week. Your Paranormal News of the Week comes from an article on Bloody Disgusting, about the new movie Netflix is releasing on April 7, 2023, about the chupacabra. It will be called Chupa and stars a boy who befriends a chupacabra. Every week, Nick and I talk about our crazy homestead life and all our outdoor adventures. Follow our outdoor business on Instagram at Nightwalker Outdoors to see our homesteading journey, learn more about the outdoors, and pick up some really cool gear. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy this week's Movie Club.
are very relaxed. You hear only my voice. Your eyelids are getting heavy. I'm 34. I was born February 9th, 1975. I'm Mr. Nobody, a man who doesn't exist. Last week's movie club pick was Mr. Nobody from 2009. And um, Nick, what did you think of this movie? I've been dreading <laughs> this part of the episode. <laughs> uh, I didn't finish it, okay? I, I'll just say it. I'll just say it. I couldn't finish it. I couldn't finish it. I'm waving my hands in the air. I'm, I'm guilty. I couldn't finish it. I couldn't do it. It's not for me. I couldn't do it. Jared Little, love you, man. Everyone who did it, very talented. I just, I couldn't do it. It's not for me. I couldn't do it. I couldn't hang. I probably will never finish that movie. Yeah. It is long. It's like two hours plus. 220. And yeah. shout out to your listeners who recommended it. And it, it it was more than one listener who has recommended this movie. So many. The Instagram has been hit up with this like four or five times. And so many people messaged me how much they love this movie. And so many people over the years have messaged me on Cult Class, my art account too, and told me to watch this movie. And so I've like been really anticipating watching this movie. And I understand why people would recommend it to me. It's really beautiful. It's really interesting. Um, it's really artistic and original, uh, but it just like didn't hit for me. It was just like, I don't know. I'm not as, as weird as I am with like the surreal art that I make and everything. Uh, my brain only goes so far with the multiverse theory and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's why I like everything everywhere all at once. Because they like show you it on a map yes. when you're watching it. So oh, it's like very easy to visualize. Very digestible. Yeah. But this movie was hard because you're like, wait, what? What? You know, like what's happening? And then you get it. Like I got it. Totally. All the, yeah, different timelines and decisions. Of his life yeah. and the butterfly effect and mm -hmm. everything. And shout out, there was one scene... So Harold and Maude is one of my favorite movies of all time. And there was one scene in the movie that's basically a scene from Harold and Maude where um, the main character, Nemo, like kills himself, fake kills himself and is laying on the floor and the mom walks in and just ignores him. And so I just wanted to shout out that scene because Harold and Maude, if you've never seen it, is a beautiful, 
movie. Highly recommend it. It's from the 70s, I think. Cat Stevens did the whole soundtrack. And um, I don't, I think they, like, that was a little bit of a homage to Harold and Maude. Yeah, good but, shout out. Uh, anyway, beautiful movie. I didn't fully follow it. Yeah. I don't know if I'm not very smart. <laughs> <laughs> That's possible. I, I'm not very smart. Full transparency, we tried to watch, we tried to trudge through it three different times yeah. we started it so and then i finally turned it on so we turned it on at night mm-hmm. and i was like oh i'm way too tired yeah this, this is like, like twice a, yeah we need like coffee yeah instead of like dinner and turning down for the night right and so then i turned it on in the morning mm-hmm. and that's when i really understood it and i was like engaged uh because i did have my coffee and i was like rested but right. it's still um you know i totally Understand, it's some people's favorite movies. It's, so. it's art. I get it. Yeah. It's just not for me. Yeah. That's how I feel. And I love Jared Leto also. It's awesome. Um, great recommendation. I hope you guys enjoyed it. It's so interesting the way they do the multiverse and everything and like how the timelines end up and how they show it and remembering the future and the past and everything. It's very clever. It was just just a tough one for me. It was just a tough one, but thank you for your recommendations and always send us recommendations. Please and do, and we'll always give you our honest take too. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to sit here and lie and whatever. I couldn't do it. Yeah. And sometimes that will happen, and sometimes movies will be great, and I'll watch them nine times before we talk about it next. You know. Yep. Yeah. Not everything is for everyone. That's, That's it. The thing. So, with that said, still an awesome movie. Love multiverse stuff. Uh, this week's movie club pick is Scream 6. We're going back to the theaters, everybody. We're going back to the theater. And actually, Cinemark is running... I keep telling everybody this, but Cinemark is running this like special where they have ghost face like, popcorn buckets. And I'm determined to get one of these ghost face popcorn buckets. And I'm going to post about it if I do. And but- if anybody, anyone out there gets those goat face popcorn buckets, please be sure to... If you post them, tag us or send it just to the Instagram. Uh, we want to see them. This is a big deal. Kate's been very excited about these popcorn buckets. Oh, I'm so excited about these popcorn buckets. And our Instagram is at chillinwithcult.class. So get out of your house. Go to the theater if you want. Um, but we're going to watch Scream 6 this week and talk about it next week. Thank you all so much for listening to this show. We can't tell you how much we appreciate you. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, you can follow us on Instagram at chillinwithcult.class. And you can always follow my art on Instagram at cult.class. Thanks for listening. Traveling backwards, that's the problem. We think we can do that. I have some colleagues who've made some calculations that assert that depending on a trajectory you take around a black hole, you can come out and end up in the past of when you started. But that takes extraordinary setup to make happen. But right now, no problem traveling into the future. 
This week's scary story is time travel. I was originally going to find a story about a real time traveler or something like that, but then I started just investigating the facts about time travel and ended up on a NASA website reading information about how time travel in real life actually works. So I wanted to share that with you guys. Here we go. Although humans can't hop into a time machine and go back in time, we do know that clocks on airplanes and satellites travel at a different speed than those on Earth. We all travel in time. We travel one year in time between birthdays, for example, and we are all traveling at approximately the speed of one second per second. NASA space telescopes also give us a way to look back in time. Telescopes help us see stars and galaxies that were very far away. It takes a long time for light from faraway galaxies to reach us, so when we look into the sky with the telescope, we are seeing what those stars and galaxies look like a very long time ago. However, when we think of the phrase time travel, we are usually thinking of traveling faster than one second per second. That kind of time travel sounds like something you only see in movies or science fiction books. Could it be real? Science does say yes. More than 100 years ago, Albert Einstein came up with an idea about how time works. He called it relativity. This theory says that time and space are linked together. Einstein also said that our universe has a speed limit. Nothing can travel faster than the speed of light, which is 186,000 miles per second. What does this mean for time travel? Well, according to this theory, the faster you travel, the slower you experience time. Scientists have done some experiments to show that this is true. For example, there was an experiment that used two clocks set to the exact time. One clock stayed on Earth while the other flew in an airplane, going in the same direction as Earth rotates. After the airplane flew around the world, scientists compared the two clocks. The clock on the fast-moving airplane was slightly behind the clock on the ground. So the clock on the plane was traveling slightly slower in time than one second per second. We can't use a time machine to travel hundreds of years into the past or future. That kind of time travel only happens in books and movies. But the math of time travel does affect the things we use every day. For example, we use GPS satellites to help us figure out how to get to new places. NASA scientists also use a high accuracy version of GPS to keep track of where satellites are in space. But did you know that GPS relies on time travel calculations to help you get around town? GPS satellites orbit around Earth very quickly at about 8,700 miles per hour. This slows down GPS satellite clocks by a small fraction of a second, similar to the airplane example. However, the satellites are also orbiting Earth around 12,550 miles above the surface. This actually speeds up GPS satellite clocks by a slightly larger fraction of a second. Here's how. Einstein's theory also says that gravity curves space and time, causing the passage of time to slow down. High up where the satellites orbit, Earth's gravity is much weaker. This causes the clocks on GPS satellites to run faster than clocks on the ground. The combined result is that the clocks on GPS satellites experience time at a rate slightly faster than one second per second. Luckily, scientists can use math to correct these differences in time. If scientists didn't correct the GPS clocks, there would be big problems. 
GPS satellites wouldn't be able to correctly calculate their position or yours. The errors would add up to a few miles each day, which is a big deal. GPS maps might think your home is nowhere near where it actually is. In summary, yes, time travel is indeed a real thing, but it's not quite what you've probably seen in the movies. Under certain conditions, it is possible to experience time passing at a different rate than one second per second, and there are important reasons why we need to understand this real-world form of time travel. I wanted to cover that because we have been watching these multiverse movies and talking about time travel and stuff, mm -hmm. and initially I thought, oh, like a time travel story would be cool. And then I've never really delved into like the science behind time travel. And that was the most boiled down basic science behind time travel, I think. But I thought it was like really informative and interesting. And it makes me think of The Flash. Mm, <laughs> right? The Flash. Because he moves so fast mm -hmm. that everything slows down. Like, you know, uh, The Flash is a, a superhero a character, if you're not familiar. But his superpower is that he can move so, so fast. So, right. uh in a very basic way, that's where my mind went when I was like, Love okay, that. if you move really fast, mm -hmm. then time slows. I also wanted to cover this because I was talking to one of my followers, um, shout out to Lyle, about how maybe aliens are time traveling humans, mm. which is a huge theory, yeah. like in the alien world, I guess, or UFO world. Right. And so I, I don't know, it just interested me to like jump into time travel. Totally, absolutely. I've always heard that. Uh, with Bigfoot also, and how you never find any Bigfoot remains because he like slips back into the the yeah. veil of time and then never returns in all of them or whatever. Yes, I've I... always just heard that theory associated with Bigfoot and time travel together, and aliens not so much. So it's fun. Yeah, yeah, like multi-dimensional. I don't know creatures or whatever. Mm -hmm. Multi like time traveling creatures. I don't even know. My brain is scrambled for Mister Nobody, but yes. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's even the idea that like when we talk when we covered the um, the aerial school that maybe like aliens are our future selves coming back to tell us to change course of our lives or um, things like that. And I have heard yeah. that with Bigfoot too, like you're saying. So mm -hmm. I don't know, just kind of fun story for the week and interesting little facts. Fun. Yeah. So that was this week's scary story, and um, now we're gonna go to the Conjuring House tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, we'll be talking about that on next week's podcast episode. Hopefully. We're going to go see Scream 6, so go see it before next week. Mm -hmm. And, uh, ooh. <laughs> I know you're if really we don't scared. come back. <laughs> <laughs> this has been really fun for me personally because I, I know you're, you're like, genuinely scared, so it makes it a little, a little extra fun. For Nick's me. like all not scared. Because He's I like, feel like I've been like the pusher of this and just kind of bring you along, and it's been giving me a lot of joy. <laughs> I'm so happy you're enjoying this. So that's all we have for you this week. And make sure to catch our new episode next Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard. And that's all I got. Thank you guys so much for chilling with us. This has been a Sundown 96.6 FM production.